Hello and welcome again to the Challenging Behaviours podcast. Uh, challenging our behaviours, challenging our uh, approaches, preconceptions, responses, etc., uh, etc., et to the world of learning difficulties, autism, Asperger's, Asperger's, etc., etc. Absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> what an intro! <laughs> in this episode, we really went hammer and tong. We got absolutely carried away. We had a great time recording it was brilliant, this yeah. podcast. Getting into the groove now. Yeah, yeah. Everything's coming up. More comfortable, comfortable, more confident. Maybe we'll maybe find out confident. that was a mistake. Yeah, yeah maybe what, what, some of us said some controversial things that we'll regret. Adam. Definitely not me. <laughs> Definitely not me. I will own them and, uh, you know, get into a right old Twitter, Twitter debate. Yeah. Twitter. I don't have the Twitter. Mine. Yeah. Like, PM me on Facebook. Um, Tweet me at uh, some sort of rapid rhino123. That's my Twitter. If you have any things to ask to tweet well I imagine free. possibly by the time this is released we'll have an official challenging behaviours twitter challenge, yeah that that's hard to say very quickly <laughs> challenging behaviours twitter <laughs> yeah sorry yeah. We're, we're hijacking your intro yeah. it's going so well um, tweet me at cheeky chimpanzee <laughs> <laughs> um, so in this episode we had a you know full on free flow conversation we we started with a general plan to talk about uh social anxieties is what we had in our notes um but we were approaching it from our well like from 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 different places i suppose was was why it made such for such a damned good podcast Mm. um conversation so we talked about our uh, sort of initial anxieties and um, lack of anxieties and anxieties that we currently have in working in the sector. Um, oh, field! Um, so loud on. <laughs> ghostly. ghostly. Um, Such a long intro. <laughs> well, Keeping stop interrupting, Tom. All right, there's a go. Going in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, our own social anxieties, our own um, predispositions, preconceptions, um, prejudice, prejudices, prejudices, and uh, uh, moved on to talking about language, um, use of language flippant language and uh, then into um, language that may or may not crop up in certain media, medium, Tropic Thunder, Tropic Thunder hashtag and uh, like we should, we should shout out something about Mary as well. And, yeah. You know, yeah. We, and about, we talk a lot about Frankie Boyle at the end. And we talked a bit yeah. about Frankie Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was all good fun it was all good content it's not to damn any of those things necessarily it's about encouraging uh, discord and discussion of course 
all about the open conversation. People talking about people. People talking people. about people. Yeah. Sweet. People we said that before. We should probably people. have said that yeah, if we haven't said it before. People. Yeah. It's all about people. P. Two. <laughs> P. About P. Ooh. Explicit contact warning. Before we get. Holy shit, we should have talked about uh, those things earlier than now. We should be. Oh, you mean that? Our rude words. Our rude, our rude words. Oh yes. Yeah, so retrospectively, watch out for the bad language. Yeah. But it's all in retrospective disclaimer. In the future as well. We discussed. Yeah, we do, we do, we discuss words that we won't necessarily use, but we have to use in context of the discussion. I would say is the fair way. Also, yeah. we say shit and piss. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Take home message. I think we would all say. Well, we have all just said off off mic off mic. Off mic. Really. Off air. Um, we really, really enjoyed this one. It was uh, probably the most fun. Uh, like fun arguably it. the most controversial mm. um, discussion we've had so far. But we managed to have it without having any fallings out. Fallings yes. out. Falling outs is. It was really, really good fun, and uh, I think we, yeah, we could have carried on. We'll come back to it. Really, really. Good episode, so... Yeah, I hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy. Tuck in! Woo! So we're talking about social anxieties. We are, because I've just started recording. Oh, we're okay. oh, starting. <laughs> so yes, today we're going to talk about something that we touched on in... A previous episode. Um, right, last two, I guess. Both of them. Probably going to come up in every episode. Yeah. Um, just about how we felt personally um, going into working in the sector, or I, I don't really like the word sector, but there's not really another sounds word. Like, but, oh. Sounds like sort of the future. Yeah, yeah. it's like sounds like something like a sci-fi film. Yeah, that's uh, where yeah they were taken to the sector. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we have we you have to have some. We're gonna do an episode on language. language. And we'll go into yeah, it. But yeah, there are words we just have to use, and yeah. there's not really any others. But um, yeah, so our experiences going into the, yeah the field, um, how we felt before we started, and anxieties, and sort of where they stemmed from. I guess we'll probably end up discussing where what where we think they've come from and why we think people have them. I guess we'll go into. But should we start with? Jack, do you want to talk about your feelings? <laughs> For the benefit of the podcast, he looked at me and held his hand out then, and then... The switched <laughs> Keeping you on your toes. Uh, um, well, I was thinking about this, and I think you get a bit more of a build-up if, you, if it's kind of like a situation you know you're going to be going into, whereas I kind of stumbled into it by accident. So I think, like, say the day before I said to you, right, tomorrow... You're going to go and see a special needs youth group or whatever. You're going to spend probably the next 24 hours being like, oh my God, what's, what am I going to see? Whereas where I just kind of was just walking, like just hanging out in a place and oh, suddenly in the middle of it, like I didn't even realise they'd all come in and stuff because I was doing something in a room. So I just kind of walked in and I was like, oh, this looks cool. What's going on here? And just kind of, you know, it was just chatting to people. So... I don't think I had any kind of stuff going into it at first when I was kind of a volunteer, but when I started to get kind of paid work and, you know, a bit more responsibility is when... Yeah, um, I can agree with that. Yeah, but I think a lot of the kind of anxiety I get 
um, not so much from uh, the young people themselves or the adults themselves. It's from like, okay, it's up to me to make sure they're not going to die. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are, you that is my main. Uh, cross my fingers. That's, that's my main kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, I'm you know I'm a big advocate for uh, risky play and trying to push things a bit. And Measured risks, risks, right? Measured, Measured risks. risks. Exactly. Calculated. Um, yeah, just yeah. Jack doesn't let anything slide for the, <laughs> for the podcast. So, so I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of risks. Yeah, do whatever. I think they're, they're <laughs> yeah, yeah, massively important. Risk. But obviously it's something... Um, and the other kind of main anxiety I kind of get is just... I touched on it a bit in the last episode. Just the thought that a fight could break out and someone could get hurt. That's one of my main cut. So, yeah, and they're very natural fears yeah, about being when it's, in charge of a group of people. Yeah, and when it's a new a new uh, kid, that's when you're going to be a bit like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, and just why the impact it could potentially have in the future as well. Like, okay, if these two are together again, is this going to be an issue? Mm. Um, other than that, I think, you know, I, to, uh, yeah, I mentioned like last time, um, like empathy being a big thing, and I think that makes working uh, with young people and adults with learning difficulties and disability, um, you know, I find it not quite an, so much an anxious experience like the interaction. Um, it's just something I've never found to. I guess there's also the kind of worry as well. I might say something that's gonna set someone off like the yeah. first time you meet them you could for never they could have a trigger that you don't know about and then i hate that phrase trigger we'll probably go on to that when yeah, we talk yeah. about language um, yeah what yeah because uh, i'm like, interested in why why do you why, why don't do you like trigger, trigger? Yeah. i think it's just the association of trigger with like a gun which is like a potentially fatal kind of thing right well trigger seems like quite an a I mean, that's not what trigger means. Trigger doesn't mean set something off, but sure. just the immediate association I have with it is a gun. Right, right. Um, yeah. Okay. And I'm not cha- cha- taking cha- it, challenging, challenging you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in genuine interest. Yeah, in uh, I don't, I don't like trigger as a phrase. Um, you know, in that sort of context. But um, yeah, that's that's where yeah. I stand I on mean, that. So. I can vouch as well. It's kind of my anxieties came from not so much a point of view that because I was going to be working with people learning difficulties. It was more a basis of like just the situation itself. So like I was coming to someone's like these people's youth club, and I think it was heightened by the fact that it, for a lot of people with learning difficulties, they don't have a lot going on in their lives. And so if this youth club was one of the main things they did outside of school, I had that added pressure. But of the, I didn't want to ruin it for them. I didn't want to come on just either not be fun enough or just not gel. And that was more of a, it wasn't so much because of learning difficulties. That was just a general anxiety that I had, that I'd have about meeting any group of people. Yeah. And it was because they had their thing going and it was that, would I turn up and just blunder? Not even necessarily through. ruin it, but just make it less fun. Because yeah. just my presence and me trying to be funny or be interesting, they just wouldn't want there. I think as I like, feeling like you're a source of anxiety for them by being the new person. Yeah. Like, what is this new person? And then just seeing their kind of reaction yeah. to you, um, that can be quite an experience. Especially if you feel like they really don't like you being there. Um, 
when they don't even know you and sometimes it happens sometimes that they're just it's a you know after a while it's not a problem but that first session they're really like i can think of one in particular where it was my first session and one one uh, member was definitely like who's this guy why is he here i don't like this guy why is he suddenly come into this thing which i'm used to i'm used to all these people being here and then suddenly this guy shows up being odd and dancing around like I usually do and um, it was clearly like so I, I, that was something uh, I found difficult in the past is feeling like I was a source of anxiety for yeah. one of those guys I think it's it's interesting because that's like they're, they're more like they're just natural responses to being put in these situations these are like natural anxiety but I feel like I need to clarify that it wasn't because of them like it wasn't because of the fact that the people I was working with had learning difficulties, it was just because I didn't want to ruin what they already had going on. And mm. even the fact that I feel I need to clarify it is, says something itself because it shouldn't be something I need to clarify. But I mean, yeah. going on, we've we've had the discussion where you kind of you came at it from a different point of view. Yeah, yeah, where I you, did. I mean, um, I can't say it for you. I guess you should probably take it. Yeah, where did you come at it from? Well, because it's like there's definitely. Uh, we all have our anxieties about um, social situations, some more than others. I'm I, I'm naturally a more sort of a shy, sort of reserved, slightly reclusive type of character. I don't like to put myself out and um, you know. I need to maybe be a little bit drunk or be in a room full of people that I'm really super familiar with um, to be more outgoing. Um, otherwise, it's just, it's it's it, like it's more pretend. And I've gotten better as the years have gone on at pretending that I'm more confident and outgoing than I, than I actually am. Actually, I'm, like the reality is I'm riddled with anxieties and, uh, you know, like beat myself up like upon reflection about every little um sort of in- interaction that I have but the um like the 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 main concern I had so in contrast to what you guys are saying I ha- I had real anxieties about going into the sector into the field um because I really didn't have any experience to speak of of um people with learning difficulties autism Asperger's anything else Um, not knowingly Um, and like sort of the the closest I'd come I I suppose is in school and then college where like in school there were people that had um very separate classes like one one to ones um with a with a teacher called uh, Mr Pay- Mr Payton who um and it was it was quite a negative thing right you were kind of ridiculed for having to needing to have these special classes these special one to ones um and i'm not saying i ridiculed people for it but it was a thing you know it was a secondary school thing like it was yeah it was, got, it was brutal i've got a friend who um has really severe dyslexia and he used to say that he is like whenever i used to meet mates from his secondary school he went to a different secondary school to me they'd always take the mick out of him yeah on that basis like the fact that he had different classes and that was something that 
he didn't it didn't really bother him so I I'm not saying that they were malicious they were all his like best mates but is it is it's very real coming at this from an honest it. point of view yeah there, there's a huge amount of stigma around being sort of additional needs but also obviously learning difficulties just, and just of, needing any kind of extra support yeah. um, it's seen as you like yeah it's it's there's a huge amount of stigma and I mean coming at it from a point of view where you had known like we me and Jack were just giving our sort of saying well you know we weren't very anxious because about the actual learning difficulties we're anxious about this and that but that comes from a place of sort of own experiences that we'd had if you've never had an experience of learning difficulties the stigma in society is gonna is set you up to be nervous yeah and i see so because i'm not saying i was coming at it from a um from a point of view where the, the stigma was a big thing for me i'm that what i'm getting to i guess is that is the ignorance um that, that i had because um like in because in college then there are a whole right now nowadays they call them sort of pathways courses and gateways and th- things like that but they're always very separate you know you'd see you'd be going about your day-to-day college life and every now and again you'd see a group of um, people that were in this sort of pathways course going off to do whatever they were doing um, and it was very very separate so it's not I'm not I, like I never felt like it was me that was um you know that had the stigma or I, I never felt like it was me that had the prejudice um but it did impact later on when um i am um, sorry i'm stretched because uh, jack is taking a little uh, little photograph uh saucy little photograph in the corner um Some fantastic lighting in here yeah. <laughs> it's very sensual it's the way it bounces off my wonderful face, my visage. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, like for me, it wasn't about the, like a, the, the yeah the prejudice I possessed consciously. It were it, but it, it definitely had. Um, so the separation, you know, the lack of integration definitely had an impact when it when it when suddenly I was poised to start working in the field and working with um, you know I- individuals that had any kind of learning difficulty disability or um, you know aut- aut- autism uh, diagnosis I was very conscious that I'd never ever really had any kind of interact like meaningful interaction um, with this community and I didn't know I, I really didn't know what I was getting into you know and I think it's I guess bouncing off what you guys were saying it wasn't just uh, it wasn't just an anxiety I had about um, you know interacting with people there was an extra element to it where I um, you know which I think is important to look at and sort of speak kind of frankly about where I I'd had anxieties just about the community mm-hmm. you know um, that we shouldn't uh, which I, I guess like does just come out of a kind of prejudicial sort of uh, perspective but 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 one you didn't you're not sort of active, actively perpetuating like not deliberately holding but one that you I sort of discovered I 
have, I guess. I didn't want to... And because I was in a position where I was moving on from... You know, I was trying to, as I said in episode one, finish a degree and move on to a different job, a more skilled um, sort of job, a teaching role. And I didn't want to just be a carer, you know, stepping in and sort of supporting people and, you know, managing sort of personal care and, and things like that. And I did have real... I don't have particular qualms about admitting that before I'd actually gotten involved with it, I was like anxious about that. My once I'd gotten into the job, my um my outlook completely changed. It was as I've said as we've said over and over, you quickly realise it's you just work you're just working with people, you know, yeah. talking to people. But um but there is that very real, like for me at least, there was this very real um, anxiety that, as I say, I, I think came from a lack of integration. Um, my whole life, it had been very separate. Um, so I, I, I like I'm interested in. I mean, did, like Jack, you said that you just sort of fell into the sector. Yeah. Were things was there was there better sort of integration where you know in in your upbringing and Tom like we've we've talked off air about how um you know you didn't even know that your brother had autism right I'm interested in your mm. both of your I, I don't think sort of. there really was like and I was thinking about primary school where I was like I was that kid I was I mean I didn't need that much support, but, you know, occasionally I did, and there was a lot of... In some ways, there was a bit of jealousy, I feel, because um, when it came to things like exams and stuff, I got extra support, and um, there's a bit of, like, well, how come I don't get extra stuff? How do I get extra time on my exams? And, you know, most of the time, I didn't actually use it, um, but there was a lot of that. But um, just kind of thinking about what you were saying there's that kind of you just had that general kind of anxiety and just from uh you know experiencing other people um when they're coming into this kind of this kind of world um trying to not say the sector (laughs) um is what i think it might be the big the kind of biggest kind of anxiety people might it's kind it's just so unpredictable Mm. you have no idea what could happen and you know, it's the same I have as an activity mate. Like, as many acti- like as many days as we do, we never know what's going to happen. And that's 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 said by anyone. That, like teachers always say that. Yeah. And it's a, it's interesting. And I think it's a, it's that's a natural anxiety to have. And it's yeah. yeah. But it, and then there's but there's like a it's weird because you were talking about your prejudices. I don't, I'm sure you. I mean, the whole. But we're trying to have the open discussion you've obviously moved no. on completely it, from them and it's indirect like, accidental yeah. prejudices yeah. And, um, <laughs> but like yeah and we there is like there's a line between having these natural sort of anxieties of well is something going to go wrong in this session that I'm running is are the people I'm meeting going to like me and then there, there's a and there's a difference between that which is sort of natural to sort of indirect prejudices of sort of like I've never met anyone who's got learning difficulties well what's it going to be like they're different things but that doesn't mean that you're prejudices were kind of you were wrong to have them because of the way that society's set up I think that's something we should clear up that it's not 
we're not trying to like we're trying to make the, we're having this podcast on an aim that this discussion should be universal and we're, mm-hmm. we're not saying that if you feel nervous because it's someone with learning difficulties you are wrong to feel that way we're just saying that it, it, that it's in itself is something interesting and kind of people to on a person to person basis it is to an extent strange but it tells us a lot about our society and the lack of integration more than more than it tells us about the individuals who feel that way exactly exactly that's um i think really important we're not just we're not just trying to highlight when we're when we're challenging behaviors we're challenging our own behaviors um as well as uh, anyone else's you know it's not just about saying well this is this is the way things are and it's wrong and other people shouldn't be um, acting like this it's a like it's perfectly natural and there are you know it's it, it's sort of like entrenched in our society yeah and um shut your can up <laughs> Sorry, yeah, just, I tried to hold it Jesus Tom's crunching his tinny yeah it's Ooh. entrenched in our um, society perfectly natural and, and like one of the benefits of having this podcast is being uh, you know pre- conversational is that we can like uh, dive into and unpack those things rather than just condemning um we can explore those things and validate people's anxieties to some extent but then also you know my like my experience had my anxieties but you know eventually realized it's just it i i probably saw it as a whole other um sort of branch of society whereas actually it's you know it's just people that i'd never um it's not part of the same tree yet yeah <laughs> well yeah i mean it's, it's people talking about people exactly it's people talking people, about people people, people interacting with people that's we said it so much in the <laughs> intro episode of people um, and people but it is people maybe we should call the podcast can't, can't change, change the name. People and three. people and people and people <laughs> it's sort of a russian doll situation yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Concords. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Okay. I, I think as well. As soon as like you say the word prejudice, there's an automatic like, oh no. I'm not. Pre- I don't have any prejudices. Oh, no. Yeah. Like if, if everyone has prejudices. Even just yeah. imagine for you to say then like I had prejudices must have made you feel a bit like oh that's well an odd thing to but that's why we it's okay, I think it's okay to have these kind of things and it's about recognizing being like. Enhanced, like yeah, you don't you don't necessarily know that you have them or yeah. or hold them, and I think it's really important to. I mean, we're going to come on to language, uh, you know, like may, maybe in this in this episode, but lang- language and use of language, like nomenclature around, um, uh, you know, different sort of issues and things, is really is something I'm really super interested in, um, super passionate about English degree stuff. You know, <laughs> you know, I had to like really sort of delve in, into that kind of thing and um it's i think it's really important to rather than just shy away from language and certain words and terms i think it's really important to confront them like really sort of meet them head on and unpack them and see why we have the reactions to certain um words and certain language that we do rather than just say oh i can't mustn't mustn't must not say that must not yeah. say that and like we spoke about last time um with kind of swearing and that kind of thing it's important to go into like why why it's, it's easy to say like 
can't, you can't say that. Mm. Um, so I remember last, so I, uh, last year I was in a summer camp. I had a cabin of kids who kept saying retard. I really got quite frustrated about it. But we had a really great conversation about it, like saying, so why, what, like, what is it about that word that, why do you think I don't like that word, was what I was asking them. Um, and they were kind of like, I don't know, because they didn't really have the kind of connection. And I, of all the words that I really dislike that kind of can be used like against uh, people with learning difficulties and disabilities, that's the word I really, really can't I'm, stand. I'm the Anyone same. using it in any context... Um, I know someone who says it a lot recently, and I feel like I don't. I, was, I don't. I haven't felt like I could challenge it yet. But um, you're doing that now, though. It is one of those just ah, you know, like yeah. twitchy, spiky words. That I've got friends who um, have said to me that before they before they met me, they would never have thought of retard of even having the meaning that it actually mm. has, and that it kind of took me pointing out to them for them to stop saying it, and that's. That's, I mean, that's a, language is a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast, it's so, it's so deep, but it does tie into this anxieties and stuff because people don't know that, a lot of people don't realise that when they're using the word retard, it doesn't just mean, sort of, it's not just a throwaway insult, it has a very, sort of, mm. deeper it, meaning. It and should have the same impact as, like, that we have towards, like, other words that... If anyone ever said them, like racial slurs yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. the kind of shock that people have about that, I feel it deserves the same. Yeah, and I think, get it. And I think it's it's because people are, don't know, and that comes back to the social anxieties where it's it's a lack of education, it's a lack of integration. You don't, you know, you, racial slurs hold so much value because one, everyone knows the importance of them, in the sense of the, how awful they are, and also because everyone, we live in a very integrated society. You know, everyone knows someone of a different race, a different culture. So those words, you can apply those words to someone you know and think, well, why would I say that if it's going to offend mm. this person? But people, a lot of people don't have interaction with people with learning difficulties. So words like retard that firstly they don't know are that offensive to someone with learning difficulties or, or not to individuals. Some individuals with learning difficulties won't be offended by them, but have the connotation like uh, a mean yeah. someone with learning difficulties or a word like spaz or something. But also, yeah. they don't have someone they can apply it to where they think, well, how would I feel, you know, how would this person I know and I'm really good friends with feel if they heard it said to them? And that's something really interesting because it it ties into this, it ties very closely with social anxieties because if, if we had a better integrated society, a lot of this stuff would not really matter. We wouldn't have to discuss it. And I, I think that's really, really important. And it's, um, that's why I, it's a, that word is a good example of why I think it's so important to un like engage with and unpack words and like have discussions around them rather than just sort of prohibit their use. Like I don't like the word necessarily. I'm if I hear somebody use it, I um I don't necessarily think that they're a bigot or a hateful yeah. um, person. Yeah, but it does make you go, like go. Oh, think that's... about it as well. Like I we've happily just said not happily said it. We've just said it. But yeah, we've referred to like another word. I think we all think of the same one. Yeah, where the it comes to racial slurs. <laughs> but we wouldn't even we wouldn't yeah, say we that wouldn't at say all. That. But yeah, we were yeah. happy to be like well, not happy. I keep saying happy, but we we would still be like saying the R word um, quite openly. Yeah. See, uh, see, I don't like. I grew up around that word, around the R word, um, and never really thought anything of it. But I like I like, I grew up in a in an environment where. 
uh, like outside of school, my mum, shout out to my mum, Ma. Legend. Um, my mum, like, again, Tom's met her. She's so, she's so kind and so caring. She would not, um, she would not have me speaking unkindly or using disparaging, um, you know, prejudicial language. You know, not that I would have done it on purpose, but if I had, she wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have had it. Um, so, uh, uh, but when I think of uh, so in school I would hear that word hear the R word um, banded around and I never I honestly never, never associated yeah. it with people with learning difficulties yeah. that wasn't so what, like the impact the that, it, yeah. that it had and I uh, like we've talked about um, about this a little bit before Tom there are films that it pops up in there we had a long conversation about it I think first time I went to a pub with in uh, there's something about Mary uh, so the point I'm going to make is that, that it's about it. context yeah. uh, a lot of the time and how it's used and how it's engaged with because in there's something about Mary have you seen it? yeah not for a long it. time so I mean, in there's the, something about there's only two scenes that spring to mind when I think of that film <laughs> I think I can think of one of them um, we'll link the actual scene because it's, it's worth watching yeah. if you haven't seen it, it just is, pause right. now and quickly watch because it's yeah, come it's back. a perfect use of context and language. Yeah, I mean, you might now well contrast it with a, with another use of it, which I'm not so okay with in a different film. But something about Mary, um, uh, Mary has a brother with um, some sort of learning difficulty, um, and uh, as an adult, she seems to do some sort of like voluntary work I guess with um, people with various um, learning difficulties it's really important to her and so the guy I think is his name Pat Healy the character I that might I could be wrong about that but if I'm not wrong that's very well remembered because <laughs> um, I haven't seen it in years um, and he he I uses this inf- he spies on her he uses this information to um, get close to her and then he positions himself outside the golf course as she's um, leaving it um and uh drops some hint about his uh his job and she says oh so what do you do and he turns around and he goes i work with retards and she says oh well, isn't that a little bit politically incorrect and he's like well so how with that you know nobody's gonna tell me who i can and can't work with and it was so it's Pahini, yes you fucking nailed it um and i i i think that's absolutely hilarious that like from the moment I first heard it to this day that makes me laugh I think that's a really funny joke and the put but the the thing is it's not like the joke is quite clearly on him and yeah, his, his he is ignorant yeah and he doesn't and he doesn't understand why because the, the thing I always find so funny about it is the first line itself is, is really funny the whole I work with retards and the, the, the sort of stupidity behind that but then it's the fact that he then follows up with well, I'll work with who I like yeah he thinks the thing that she's thinks is politically incorrect is the fact that he works with people like, yeah you can't you yeah. shouldn't yeah. It, it, but it, it it stems from the yeah people don't assert, people don't realize the effect that this word has and that's mm. that's what he knows that he can see the link between people like the word retard and then learning difficulties but he doesn't realize that it's a it's a it's a derogatory link yeah he, he sees it as a correct way to yeah, speak. yeah whereas yeah. and he's actually pioneering you know, yeah he's, he's fighting he for thinks, their rights he thinks know. what he's saying is brilliant <laughs> yeah um, but like whereas for a lot of my friends it was it was kind of the opposite where they just didn't realize the word had that effect at all like you were saying where 
they did not realise at all that when they were calling someone a retard for something, they were actually kind of bringing learning difficulties into the discussion. Mm. Without me. And also, it's it, and it, I remember I'd sit in the classroom and I'd hear it and I would always find it made me cringe. And the thing that I could never do is, and it, I, this might be my own fault, but I could never sort of t- detach the two. When someone called someone a retard in my head, it was always attached to learning difficulty. It was never mm. just sort of a playground insult. And that makes those scenarios seem a lot worse than the person saying it means for them to mm. be. Sure, Especially sure. when I'm sat in the classroom sort of not having told anyone that my brother is autistic and sort of just quietly, you know, not really finding it something that bothers me, but then hearing people use this word so sort of Flippin lackluster, and, sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah, I'll use it whenever. And it kind of... I don't know if it bothered you or Jack, but like for me, it would always be like, oh my god, if you realised what you're saying, like the, oh, mm. it would really get on my nerves. And yeah, I mean, the, it comes it, again. I keep tying it back to social anxieties, but it's the it's the lack of education and the lack of knowledge. Because when I called out some of my friends on it, they would just they would just like, oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I've got friends who are now 18 who would never use it now, but when they were 13 or 14 before they'd met me, would use it sort of interchangeably with any word. And sure. I was, I mean, I I don't want to seem like a tight sort of no fun, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that, but it was it was one of those words that took it a step too far for me. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. growing up, my mum didn't let us say idiot in the house. It mm. was very much sort of, we're not going to tolerate any level of sort of remote link whereas idiot over time has developed and sort of you can say it's broken away from learning difficulties i mean it still comes back to in orig- origins come from that but it, it it's so interesting when i think about that now and the effect that had on me as a child that i wasn't even realizing but just the fact i couldn't say idiot and now the fact that the word retard is something i really 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 angers me when people use it mm. Especially if they know the if people know the link and yeah, they still use it. Were, yeah, right, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's where that's where I think you're wrong. But it it is interesting. Me? No, not you. <laughs> I looked at you. Sorry, but people are, um, look right at me then. <laughs> mm, <laughs> right, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Especially, I mean, the point of view that I came at it from, where I was like, idiot seems for a lot of my friends is a basic word. Whereas I still think about it a little bit for you. I've kind of as I've got older and. To me, it's become less of a powerful word than it was as a was my mum sort of told me it was as a child. <coughs> Pardon me. Not to take away, I'm not saying my mum was wrong to say that. I think it's really great that she did. But like as I got older, I kind of made a decision that I was like, I'm not gonna break my back trying not to say it. But sure. yeah. it's still it's, it's still something I think about before I say, which I'm glad I do because situationally, you can't always call someone an idiot even if it's even if it does seem like just playground yeah. banter and retard is very easy to slip into playground banter like yeah, in, yeah. at school you'd always be hearing people be like oh that person was such a retard or what mm. a spaz and that's and that's it's, not helpful that's not good in the long term it's not t- really a conscientious could, use of language or if it could engaged be completely like gone that would surely be an ideal that no one was calling anyone at. like yeah. ideally there'd be other words that had no Connotation. So, if people really need to express themselves and for some reason have to use the word retard, it would be best if they were conscientious and knew mm, yeah. the meaning. Because I think people would like. I can go on the basis of my friends who aren't at all bad people for using it because they were just ignorant. They now, <coughs> oh, sorry, but they now never use it because they know. 
So it's a, it's not that people are evil and trying to cause harm. It's no, that people don't know the effect of what they're using. And when I, on, yeah, when I had this conversation with those kids, they had like no idea of like the link that it had. They thought it was just, it, they thought it was like idiot basically. Yeah. Just a word. I mean, I don't. I try not to use any kind of word that's kind of makes you seem like intellectually superior in any way. So. Yeah. But um, that's just me, just showing off. <laughs> I'm just really good. Just so everyone knows, I'm a great person. Have you been knighted um, yet? I feel like we should tell you. Um, <laughs> um, I've forgotten what I was going to say now. Sorry. Um, but yeah, they, 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 too they, important they, for the license. Bear in mind, this was America, so it might be slightly different there. But um, they, they, they had no kind of connection like that about that word at all. Um, and I think after having that conversation, they never said it again. That entire week and a half I was with them. Or at least not while you were living. They still asked this thing anyway, but yeah. But as far as I was aware, and I like to think that they've gone home and not said it. I think it's quite a common thing for people to say on like YouTube videos and that kind of thing. And yeah. that's I, I kind think of it's still, that's still a well-used word in America. Yes, I definitely I've seen is. TV programs where they'll say, oh, my, my brother is uh, mentally retarded. Yeah. Right? Things like that. It's not a... It's not... Meant disparagingly, yeah, I don't but think, they, they but do it's also use it not like that as well at the same time. So some well, yeah, say yeah, it, and then sometimes kind of unknowingly be like they'll say it like that. Yeah, they're being, you know, that's the that's the way, and I think for it in America, that's the correct time, term, it was right? The correct yeah, term. yeah. But you know, and it just, but part of me wonders, like, does it whatever you call them, that word will then become? I don't like saying then, um, whatever word you is used officially will soon become the thing yeah. like the whole idea when when people with cerebral palsy having a uh, spastic whatever that became the word uh, yeah that's why I, mean, I think it's so important to like i said earlier to uh, not shy away from or prohibit language necessarily but to engage with it and um uh, like unpack it and explore its yeah, meaning really and its impact you know really ju- jump Probably. into it even you could pick I, one word and talk about it for hours if you really delved into the well maybe I would yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm talking about social anxiety <laughs> I am um, I, I want to but like before in, I, I, I in, we're in, in danger maybe at some point of moving on but I am um, I, I really want to go back to the other um Film that I was gonna oh, yeah, sorry, mention yeah, to, to contrast, um, which so is, this is contrasting Adam is well, using his notebook to effect. I haven't actually written it down. You're just I, making it look like I've been doing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what I've actually been doing. <laughs> what about, if you look for the benefit of the uh, for the listeners, I've There's just like been putting brackets on my page and not necessarily around any words. I've just been putting parentheses. <laughs> Like around the around the page, so yeah. it's a it's a sort of <laughs> non-committal just, doodle that I've been. Just before on. you say the second film, to, to clear up, because we're on a bit of a tangent. So this is the film that. So we're saying that we think something about Mary's use of retard was sort of, it was humorous uh, in the sense of you laughed at the person using it for using it. You didn't laugh at the word. The word. I think the joke, the joke is on, on the, the person yeah. that's using so it. So you're yeah. going to now yeah. contradict with a film that you think used it poorly. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give an example of a film where I don't know necessarily who the joke is on. Um, okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't very comfortable yeah. with it when I first saw it and um, watched, re-watched it recently, um, just, just the, the single scene, and wasn't any more 
I didn't think it was any better the second time I watched it, but it's uh, uh, Tropic Th- Thunder. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Tropic Thunder? Yeah. The, the... There's plenty to unpack in there, isn't there? So I don't, rem- I don't remember the film all that well. Um, but I rewatched that scene, and um, the whole going full retard mm-hmm. scene made me like deeply uncomfortable. Um, like from from start to finish, with the they 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 start talking about how um, well, I think they start talking about how he um, you know he just sort of immersed himself in, and he was just watching he was just watching retards, you know, just observing retards and seeing how they acted and behaved and like a- acting like them and over time you know he really started to feel like I, you know I really started to feel like I was becoming a retard you know and that, that is so it's already getting me uncomfortable and then um, and uh, not to single out Robert Downey Jr. or any, or any of the actors mm-hmm. um, individually but they're saying um, like oh, you know, move on move on fucking idiot like you know, absolute like you know, like whatever, what have you? I, I forget the entire script yeah. of the scene, but um, uh, yeah, and finishing it with um, you know, you the the like the punchline, I guess, is you went uh, the mistake you made was you went full retard. Mm-hmm. Um, you never go, you never go full retard. You know, you can't be a complete idiot. You can't be a complete moron. You have to. Um, just sort of go some some of the way measure it like in some way you know uh, uh, Rain Man you know he's uh, like he's a he, he's a moron but he um, you know he's like brilliant at counting cards you know he's he's got all, like all these um, special kills he's you know retired you know he's you know he's good like incredible and uh, uh, like Forrest Gump guy guy's a goddamn idiot but he's uh he's a goddamn war hero you know you know you know any retarded war heroes no you got uh, you you went full retard it's uh you know that's what you never do and it's like this whole scene and un- un- like unfolds we'll link plays the scene out. again um, yeah. link the scene yeah. is that, so and for me i'm like i'm horrified by that like who's the joke on yeah. in that scene uh so is it robert Downey jr's character saying that the whole saying all those things Spen Stella and well, yeah, the majority of that is Robert Downey yeah, Jr.'s so character I think, uh, yeah like so the the main joke in that bill I've already seen it once a long time ago didn't read it that much anyway um, but about, about, anyway. about Robert Downey Jr.'s character in that film is you know he's he's Method blacked actor. up yeah 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 and that's quite an offensive thing in the first place and it's supposed to be quite like oh this person's an idiot but I think there was probably more outrage over the fact he's backed up in that film than the what he was saying in mm. that scene. It's a really popular meme what he was saying. You, know, oh, really? you never go full yeah. retard. Oh my god, this guy went full retard. Like it. I didn't even know is that. that. Is it in? Because I'm just trying. To, it's in link to the. He does that performance, doesn't he? Uh, the ben, so Ben Stiller's character played a character in a movie which I believe was a flop, um, where he played some idiot. Character, some sort of Pee Wee Herman esque um, sort of moron character, and the criticism, like yeah, absolutely flopped. And um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, not saying Robert Downey Jr., um, but his his character is like the, the issue was the reason it was a, a flop is because you played a full retard. You know, there was nothing, 
There's but, nothing redeeming or spectacular about this character. The point of that character is he's very offensive because everything he's doing in that film, just the, looking at him, he's an offensive character. But because it's like, it's not like uh, something about Mary where they're making a point. It's not like this guy has just said something. No one's reacting to his offensiveness. Yeah. He's doing offensive stuff, but like I said, I haven't seen it for a while. But as I recall, there's, it doesn't really touch on it that much. Like, even the whole blackface thing, it's like, it's clear he's doing something, but no one seems to question him on it. Is that yeah. right? I think the black, yeah. there's another black guy who, who, who yeah. calls him out. He's like, at one point, Robert Downey Jr. is like, what do you mean by you people? And the, the other black guy is like, what do you mean by you people? Like, so they, they do sort of call bit. attention a little bit to the but using sort of repix. So it's, it's not like there was someone to be like, play the same role as the actual <laughs> oh my god uh, in that film this film is ridiculous it's not like they had that person that, so he said these things but no one was there to question it mm, yeah. unlike in this and they're both Mary. agreeing on it in, yeah. in fact like they're both sort of acknowledging and understanding that you you must never be a full retard because so re- everyone will hate it. Yeah. I think they're relying on the audience to realise it's offensive, which but is a it risky. Just doesn't yes. quite work. I don't, and yeah, when I don't. you've got a word like retard, which we've just discussed, a lot of people don't actually realise. Exactly, it's, it's a risky game to just suddenly. Yeah. And also, but yeah, it, we mentioned it in the first episode. This this ties in. It's like the polar opposite of the whole silly stereotype about having autistic people who are great at maths mm. or someone with learning difficulties who has a special gift for lack of a better word this is like the polar opposite where it's like you shouldn't have films where there's no gift like mm. what 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 like and it's a ridiculous point where anyway if you take the word away and the offensiveness of the word even if he was just using some sort of correct political correct word politically correct word that would still be a ridiculous yeah. point he could st- he could be he could be using the um the 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 terminology a person with a learning yeah. difficulty and saying you should never be somebody that's ju- that just have a, le- a yeah. is a person with a learning difficulty they have to have some sort of special kill they sick. have to contribute to society in some great way if they're just a person with a learning difficulty nobody cares yeah yeah and do you think that's making that kind of commentary like on like Hollywood as it were that people won't go and see the films and they can't Ooh. that you can't have that kind of character that's, unless yeah, that's kind of, yeah. maybe but it I was mean, not very I don't know who wrote the film but I think I, that needs to be deftly handled get one, let's get one. <laughs> uh, judging on the rest of it probably not but yeah. if they were I think you know there's potential that is what they could have that's been going for that's a really powerful for. point but it um, definitely wasn't executed but yeah exactly if that was what they were going for it didn't come across that's, the sounds of it I can't remember that's what I mean <laughs> when I say I don't know I don't I don't know who like in the something about Mary, the um, uh, the joke is very much on him. Like it's mm-hmm. clearly, I feel on him. In uh, Tropic Thunder, I'm not sure who that joke is on. Is it on actors? Are they having a pop at actors? They Maybe having they're having a pop at Hollywood. But I don't. It, it, it's not very. Um, yeah, it's not very definitely. I would say handled. It's not very. Regardless of the point they're trying to make, if, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They're trying to make the point that yes, the films Hollywood doesn't doesn't recognise people with learning difficulties unless they have a gift. Let's say that mm-hmm. let's give them the benefit of making that point. They don't do it with the class that something about Mary right. uses the word retard. They the amount of times the word retard is used in that scene is like 
it, it, it's ridiculous. Like, and it, it, something about Mary has an air of class, and the using of the word was probably something they really did think about for a bit, and then thought, no, we can use it here. This is this is actually a really funny and interesting way to use it, and brings up a discussion. Whereas I think in Tropic Thunder, it probably just started as someone being like, why don't we just get the Robert Downey Jr. character, who's already quite offensive, to start using a retard? Like, yeah, mm. let's do it. And then they kind of were like, we can spin it that we're making this point. Whereas I think something about Mary, there was probably a lot of thought going into that scene. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen any commentary, or oh, I don't, I'm saying that, I don't know, have I ever looked for it, but I've never um, come across any commentary um, around the use of the word in that film that made me think um, that it was more sort of socially yeah, conscious no that it is. Or I've come across memes. It's a it's a meme when people and I think say he went full retard. That's the take the takeaway sort of something about Mary can't quote that, that you can't meme that in a mean way. That that the me if you're gonna make a meme from that scene it would be about the guy, not about yeah. the yeah. word retard. Whereas the word retard is being taken regardless of the interest of that scene, that scene has led to a popularization of this use of the word retard. Yeah, and it's that's something really interesting that I'm sure we're discussing loads of stuff because something like Ricky Gervais's Derek. Yeah, his spoiler his, special coming. Yeah, we will. We will do that. We're, we're very. I mean, hopefully you're interested in that too. Oh yes. Yeah, cool. Um, we were talking about uh, Ricky Gervais's Derek. Regardless of his intentions, or I've never seen it, but his portrayal of someone with learning difficulties. I, I don't. He Which he actually, denies. Yeah, he like, denies, but um, it's a. He, the way that the BBC marketed it implied that it... I don't know, maybe that's Channel 4. It's not, an, it's it's not a, just a neurotypical character. I, they I, made an issue of it in the second I, series, beginning yeah. of the second series, didn't they? When, like, somebody is... Like, some official, some person in a suit is pushing for him to have, uh, you know, a diagnostic assessment to see if he has autism, and the character says, well, is it going to change me? Is it going to change something? Um, you know like make me different in some way and they say no and he says well don't worry about it then and that was I think a direct response was, to the nice, criticism that's quite, quite like, yeah but I think that, yeah, that's yeah. easy but is it just because yeah, because of the criticism people were like yeah. I think it was because that him, was because of the criticism in particular I know a lot of his stand up he says mong and stuff and there's he gets a lot of backlash and he kind of tries to yeah, I know there's all this whole kind of if you're offended don't watch it or whatever but is it is it helpful in any way to use that word? Fair enough, people, you know, he can be, he can defend it by saying like, well, if you don't like it, don't come and listen or whatever. Yeah. But is it, is it helpful in like educating the people that are willing to come yeah. and see it who are then going to come and be like, well, that's fine, it's okay thing to say, it's funny. <laughs> so yeah, that's what the, the point, oh, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, the point I was going to make with Derek in compa- and, and Tropic Thunder in comparison to something about Mary is that Regardless of intention, I'm not saying... I don't know Ricky Gervais. I don't know if he set out yeah, to make the bane of the joke his character, but he created a brand new wave of playground impression of someone. Like, you know, he, he would do all this fake sort of gurning actions and sort of his character would behave in a way that people could then imitate in the playground mm. and it would be a funny joke. And I think that's the same with Tropic Thunder. Regardless of what they meant with the full retard thing, it became a meme, the internet took hold of it. The word retard was then again sort of normalised... I'm not saying it wasn't already normalised, but it adds to the normalisation if whenever you're on the internet you see a meme where someone's like, oh, he's gone full retard. Yeah. You're taking away from the... Me- you're, you're, you're moving it away and you're sort of... You're providing ammunition. And it doesn't matter where you're... If Ricky Gervais might have been trying to make a real good statement about, 
you know, in the second series, that point is it's a valid point. You don't. I I would say he probably came at it because people complained, but you know, whatever. We should say we haven't actually watched it yet. I've yeah, only I've only it. seen bits. I've only seen bits of it. I saw the like, first like pilot one. Yeah, I think I I can I can't even remember. We will watch it. it though. We will watch yeah. it and we'll unpack it properly. But, but yeah, right, now we're talking about the conversation around. And it, I just right? think yeah, I think you there is a classy way to do it, like in something about Mary. And I'm sure loads of other films, but I just think there's also a way where you can use words for cheap laughs and you can spin it as a political sort of point. But I think in the at the end of the day, I think the people who made Tropic Thunder were just like, we'll get laughs anyway. Mm-hmm. And the internet yeah. took that and ran with it, and now it's a big meme, and it's you know it's it's more damaging than they could have probably thought it was. And that's not I'm not saying that's their fault. I'm just saying you have to be aware when you're bringing a bigger sort of when you're making a point, you have to be aware that you might create something from it that you don't yeah, necessarily Yeah, if you're using a to. word with that with those sorts of connotations and you wouldn't I don't think you'd be so flippant with the with yeah. the n-word, you know. Exactly. Just like banding it around. Um I don't like I I have different feelings about the word mong. I remember that argument. I remember him using that that word and there being some backlash. And uh, I, you know, I have to say like possibly opening myself up to uh, backlash but I don't like that word for me doesn't I have no association with that word mm-hmm. whatsoever I've never used it don't really hear it it's not in my um, you know it's not yeah. a word I've heard very often it's... I certainly don't associate it with um, people with learning difficulties and I remember him saying that's just uh, like I, I use that word and I'm, I'm just sort of talking about you know I, I don't remember his words but I think he was saying like sort of stupid lackluster people and that he wasn't talking about people with the le- like addressing people with a learning difficulty and I, I'm sort of prepared to take his word for that because I when I heard it I didn't think that he was talking about See, people I, with I learning difficulties I think when I was young yeah, I've, I've um, that was kind of the kind of context I got from it really yeah I think it varies person to, and word to word like I only mm. recently found out the word cretin is comes from I never used it anyway but I heard it in the playground and I never understood it and then one day it came up <laughs> what? what what school were you going to when yeah. people call each other cretins yeah it became a popular sort of <laughs> use yeah I know it's, it's awful <laughs> did it's you go to school in the Victorian ages <laughs> <laughs> no it was I think a YouTuber started using it and then it obviously just spread through the playground but the um the it came up in a book I was reading. Um, I think Jack Kerouac referred to mm. referred to cretins, and Jack Kerouac doesn't have the best history of referring to people <laughs> with learning difficulties or disabilities. Quite a horrible man. But um, and I asked my dad. I just said, "Well, what does this mean?" And he was like, "Oh, explained it to me." And I was like, "Oh my, blimey! Like, I never thought about that. I'd never used the word, but it's there are." It, for me, I can say, "Oh, I never realised that cretin had this meaning." And for some people, that would be the same for retard. For some people, that would be the same for words like mong. Like, you, as much as they all, I've always associated mong and retard as being awful words mm. for people with learning difficulties. There will be some people who haven't, and you can't blame them if they've never known. Yeah. And it's interesting, and it's just, but it's once it gets onto the big screen, or like once you use it in your stand up, I just think, surely Ricky Gervais must have had, if you don't know what it means exactly, you must not exactly know what it means so you must think yeah, I maybe that. i should proof check this like but I, I like i would i would argue that you, you um like I'm, I'm real keen on sort of uh like uh, semiotics 
um, signs and signifiers, you know, like a word only means what two people ag- agree that it that it means. Yeah. I've used yeah. Max as an example in um, training that I've given for the podcast. Max is Adam's Max son. is my son, so yeah, <laughs> um, because he he was playing computer games um, once. Um, I use this in a training packages. <laughs> I use this in a training package that I delivered for Jamie. In fact, um, about um, language and how much like communicative value um, the words that his support staff were using. You know, we take for granted that words we use have meaning, um, and they don't necessarily. Uh, like a good example is time. You know, if you if you say later um, or in a little while. Yeah. Like we sort of, you know, generally understand that it means a bit later, like nondescript um, time, a little bit later. But um, for you know, potentially for someone with learning, like for someone with a learning difficulty, specifically, I was talking about James. Like that means nothing to him. That's that that offers no sort of structure. No, uh, it carries no information. That word, and I used Max as an example because he he'd started using. He was playing computer games with his friends, and they'd started saying. Like when he'd had a success, he would say, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm such a noob," and I heard him overheard him saying it once, and I was like, "What? what the fuck are you talking about?" I didn't swear at him, but uh, like that inside, I was like, "What are you talking about? What do you mean you're a noob? Like, because where I come from, noob means you know, new- newbie. You know, you don't you don't know what you're doing. You know, you're you're um, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. You're 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 messing it up." But for him and his friends, they had an entirely different like meaning around this word, yeah. and it had communicative value for them. Like for them, it meant a, like absolute pro, completely the opposite of how I interpreted it. So, and when I think about a word like mong, like I totally appreciate your both of your um, like in- engagement with the word. Don't high five. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I totally appreciate because there is no. That's my point, I guess, is there's no right or wrong. Um, there's no real or true meaning behind a word. You know, it, it, it only means what two people agree yeah. that, it, that it means. Of course. Um, and because I would, you know, I, I suppose, like thinking about it as a, as, a, as a kid, particularly a teenager, when you're perhaps doing things you shouldn't necessarily do um, recreationally and, you know, are uh, beginning to fall asleep you would say oh he's monged out on the sofa uh, and it's not it's got like it had it, there was, it had no relation whatsoever to somebody with a learning difficulty difficulty it simply meant you know he's just passed out on the on the sofa and the, you know there was no more thought behind it than than that yeah. you yeah. know and it's like we were saying with uh, the R word yeah. like people use it so flippantly because they they don't know they don't know they what the where they've been kind of hearing it it hasn't been used in that context and it's probably a similar the exact same thing now that we've talked about mong do you think you would well, use it in the future it's not it's not a word i use now yeah, right? I mean, like, i'm thinking back on um you know how it was used you, you could go back in time <laughs> god if i could take back every every word i've ever i've ever said um, I don't. I don't use. It's not part of my yeah. vocabulary yeah. Um, now. I, I like. I wouldn't use it going forward. I, mean, I don't think I would have anyway. But yeah, I, mean, like, I wouldn't use which, it now. But I also wouldn't. Would I wouldn't chastise. My, you know the, like the adolescence that I grew up with, 
for using it. Because oh, yeah, yeah. I know that they didn't, that's not what they it's not yeah. meant. It's not, it wasn't know? the intention. Yeah, they're not talking about people with any kind of and that's learning difficulty. My friends is that the, the actual like horror learning what retard meant was enough for me to know. Like, I don't just we only just like hang out, whatever, with, around one of the houses. Someone says it, and I'm kind of like, oh, for the record, like that word means this. Um, take from that what you will, but clearly, like trying to work out whether they were just mean people or they just were ignorant. Yeah, and, yeah. And then when they kind of all sort of stopped and like, oh my. We, Oh, I literally never knew. Like, I feel awful. Like, that is a moment of that. Because, again, we, we don't want to sound entitled. We're trying to open up a discussion. Yeah, we're not judging either. Yeah, right? exactly. We're not judging. Yeah. If you have no idea, you have an idea. And there's so many words I've used in oh, yeah. my life that if I could go so back, I would never things. have said. And, or like phrases or whatever. And it, I mean, it'd be great if, if we have a listening basis like if people send in questions or experiences you want to send us some offensive words (laughs) no but also people just send in like how they feel like because you might have listened to this found out what retard meant and just thought well i'm still gonna say it like whatever Mm. that's still it's interesting i want to know like yeah and and if if the listening is only my mum just shout it upstairs next time i'm in the house (laughs) you know these are interesting points of discussion and i and we started on social anxieties which talks a bit about language there's definitely a whole episode worth of I think, like we talk about. I think we've already done that. Um, yeah, but, um, we should definitely bring this. So as much as I don't like like Ricky Gervais using that word, I do completely agree with his kind of, you know, it's a subjective thing, yeah. being offended. So as much as I don't like it, I agree with, on his stance and like, okay, if you don't like it, don't come. Like, fair enough. And, you know, I don't really watch his shows. Or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Misses and, out on me. And I'm, it's not like I'm going to be <laughs> One like. Ticket. I'm not going to like Subtract crusade it. against him. Um, you know. Well, it's the whole Frankie Ball thing as well, isn't it? Like, oh, so actually, the first time I remember ever being actually quite offended by a joke was a Frankie Boyle one. Um, and was it was it? in reference to Wayne Rooney? Um, <laughs> I don't even feel comfortable repeating it, but um, basically, he's talking about Wayne Rooney, and he says, he said. Um, people like him don't tend to have a long life expectancy and he said not footballers I mean people with Down syndrome and that was the, generally the first time oh, I was yeah. ever ever offended that, by I mean, that's we've spoke about life choices, but that is I've never heard that's horrendous yeah and this was like his first first like stand up show that I think out. he I, I'm and had mixed the feelings purpose of him. it was clearly to get that reaction yeah I don't think well, it was to it wasn't to be relevant. funny it was to actually offend people. He's still relevant because he spent his career offending. I don't mean. I, uh, he's, I think he's Frankie had Ball's, a turning point recently. Yeah, he's, he's a bit more. He's, he's actually he's become, much more socially conscious. He's, sort of, he's like, more a socialist as well. He's making all these sort of liberal points now. On like he he he, he will talk about how he uses shocking and controversial statements to uh, like draw attention yeah. to the to the conversation. I'm not. Like uh, I mean, I I'm with you. My, I I have heard one or two podcasts that he's been on Scroobius Pip, and I think Russell Brand's podcast. Oh, maybe yeah, he was he was, was on talking about that Scroobius kind of thing. As well. I forget the um, you know I I forget exactly what he was saying, but I think you know it was along the lines of um, it's not he's not trying to hurt feelings or anything. He is using a specific sort of technique and method to try and 
um, I find it really like create real. a conversation. I but it, I find like that's that, I shocking. Exactly, I, I don't know. I don't see yeah, exactly what funny. he was doing. I don't, I don't know how you get a career out. But of he's saying something different now. But also, and it's funny because the thing about Frankie Boyle I've always found is that he the shock value is kind of for me all he's got going for him. So I listened to yeah. you were talking about the podcast he's been on. He went on Ramesh Raghunathan's podcast, which is all about hip hop, and he loves hip hop. Yeah, he's he was just How do we feel about there was Frankie no, Boyle? <laughs> there was no um there was no sort of opportunity to crack jokes that weren't topical on hip hop. And he just wasn't very funny. He was interesting, he was articulate, but he wasn't funny because there was no opportunity for him to say just something that would make you go, Oh my god, what what am I listening to? Like, ah. Oh. And I've always struggled. I've never really found him funny. I've just found him Offensive. Yeah, well, there's times yeah. I find him quite funny. <laughs> um, it's, but it's interesting. Maybe that's his art, you know. Maybe, like, I think maybe that's what he's saying in more recent interviews and things. That, that like, he's whether you understand it or not, and whether you understand a piece of art or not, like, he's doing yeah. something, he's trying to do something. Maybe, like, I'm not sent like selling his um, perspective because I don't, you know, particularly. Uh, like understand it but I, I, th- I think that's the sort of line that he's he's going with at the moment I remember a, a, a joke he did on Mock the Week and I fucking hate Mock the Week by the way I never liked that show but um, not for any reason I just thought it was stupid scripted pretending that it's not scripted like broad comedy but um, he, he did a there was a Heath Ledger joke just after Heath Ledger had died and he was like the um the the Joker said something like oh, I'll be back and he's like um I don't think you will somehow and everyone you know there's a roar of laughter and I just thought that's like maybe maybe there's a funny joke in there but for me that was like there are people that are really like devastated at the moment he's got he's family, family members yeah, friends people that care yeah. about him who are like desperately unhappy well, yeah now, I mean, I remember- and that you're just poking like having a a, a joke. I don't think that's okay. Um, yeah, I once, once, I was once in a discussion at school, and someone said to me, basically, we were talking about offensiveness and words, and we were talking about, I can't remember where the discussion came from, but I made a point where I said, something about something is so vague, and someone turned to me, and they were like, well, I mean, how would you have felt if someone called your brother a retard? And I was really angry that this person had said this to me. I was like, how, how dare you? And it wasn't until I got home that I was like, well, yeah, that must be how certain people feel in discussions or jokes and on mainstream television when someone flippantly says something. Like, the person who said it didn't, wasn't trying to offend me or call me out. It was just basically saying, look at this from this perspective. Yeah. And I didn't feel yeah. like I was saying anything remotely offensive enough to warrant that comment, so I got really annoyed. But it, it was a moment of, like, realisation for me where I did think, well, actually, yeah, you're, you're Frankie Boyles and you're comedians who say, like what he said about Wayne Rooney and the life expectancy and Down syndrome, like these are comments that if you if you have no integration or linked you have no reason like we were saying earlier where we said everyone knows someone who's not the same race as them. So something that's racist is kind of you feel a you feel offended on behalf of someone you know, whereas not everyone knows someone with a learning difficulty. So mm. you can you can make a joke about Down syndrome and people can look both ways, oh I don't know anyone, ha <laughs> that's quite that's quite funny, ha <laughs> but like when you know someone, you 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 attribute it to someone you know, and you think, well, uh, well, how would they feel? And that was one of those moments. I went home and I was just like, oh my god, like, I really do need to think when when someone jokes about Heath Ledger dying, like he's got a family yeah, who won't yeah. find that at all funny, and like that, 
is a, it's probably another topic for another podcast, but yeah, it's about integration and it, it, the whole, we started the episode on social anxieties and we're drawing it to a close. I think I'll just follow a way to bring it back around yeah, as well. Yeah, So, a lot of like sitcoms and TV programs and films, if there is any kind of humour based around um, people with learning difficulties or disabilities, it's often like how uncomfortable the a person feels when interacting with those people. So I was just thinking of, uh, I think it's the in-betweeners. He throws a frisbee, hits a woman in a wheelchair in the head. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, he tries to get it back and yeah. she doesn't give it back And to the him. whole point, the, the funniness is <laughs> how, how uncomfortable he must be having an interaction with a person with learning difficulties. One of my favourite things, um, there's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where he meets three people with learning difficulties which yeah. could be seen in quite offensive, but I like the way he interacts with them. He sits down with them and he has an amazing time. At the and end it doesn't of... come from him being awkward at all. No, yeah. he, for a show, he has a great time and... with them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a show where the whole premise is him getting into uncomfortable situations, he sits down with them and has an amazing time. <laughs> it looks like yeah. that's so much fun. I mean, some of those actors don't actually have their own difficulties because I've seen them in other things. That's But yeah, so they t- the, there was no kind of humour based yeah. from the like uncomfort, discomfort, and maybe yeah. part of that, like the anxiety we may have, is the idea that we're supposed to feel a bit uncomfortable around mm. them. Um, I keep saying them, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why, are you, why are you being such an asshole, Jack? Jack, um, come on this podcast. <laughs> why are you being there's, there's ex- exclusive? There's, there you go, there's a word that I don't like. Yeah, but using. my mum always says be careful because we, when we went on the news, the, oh, just oh, plug in oh, self plug. T- oh, TV personality. Mm-hmm. No, 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 right. but when we, my mum, my mum's, she trusts me, mum's, trusts me to hopefully articulate things well, and I like to think that I do, but she just said, she said be careful about slipping into the trap of saying sort of them and us mm-hmm. and creating this difference because the last thing anyone sat around here wants people to think is that we see it as different. It's just, them, yeah. it, again, comes back to social anxieties, comes back to the way society set up. We are told that they are different to mm. us and or that people learn difficulties are different to people without them. That's what they and us stems from. But, I mean, I, at least from my experiences, it is... It's just people on people talking to people like yeah. People I've met people. I've met people who are said to have Happy. learning difficulties who are more similar to me than people who I've met who don't have learning difficulties. Yeah. Like the people are different. Yeah. Your condi- your diagnosis, your condition, it doesn't affect how different you are from someone else because no one is the same, and that's what that's what this whole social anxieties and stems from. But can you imagine if? Like even if, if if I'd never met you guys and you guys were like, oh, do you want to come on this podcast? If I if I had the anxiety like, oh, I don't, I don't know, uh, I've never interacted with a person with a beard before, like, oh god, what would uh, what if they don't like me? Like, <laughs> yeah, you'd be, be like, swamped. what are you talking about? But for some reason, it's, it seems okay to have the worries, or it is okay because of the way society's set up to have a worry that because someone's diagnosed with something that tells you nothing about who they are, that that's an okay reason to be worried to meet them. Yeah, is it? And that's that episode is is, is joking about that in a way because he has such a great time with them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's joking on that whole factor, and I guess something about Mary. Well, I don't is, think the joke. I don't think I the joke, joke is that he's. It's just a thing that happens. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a, there's like one joke about. I think one of them steals something from his car or something like that. I can't quite they, remember. Because they wash his car, yeah, don't they? they? Car. That's the thing. And then he he challenges them when he sees them later. Like he see, he sees them in the like in a restaurant, and he and he goes up to them. And he's like, "Do one of you 
steal something from my car or whatever the, whatever the, the issue is and he ends up just sitting down having a like having a meal with them and because uh, they say yeah they're like yeah. Yeah. one of them says yeah it was me and he ends up just sitting down and having a meal with them and they you know have a few drinks and chat and stuff and then he, they, they, I think he meets them again later like he invites them to the house so I yeah, can't yeah. it's been a while since I've so seen so it's, like, it's good it's like it's good thing um, yeah I mean, I get so the only thing I would want to reiterate, I suppose, is um, what yeah. I said uh, a couple of times throughout the, uh, like particularly the latter half of the episode, is that like we've all used language, yeah, and Jack in the last us. couple of minutes is just, you know, it's disgusting. But um, <laughs> we, you know, we we all like we all like the three of us. Um, as well as everybody else in society and any community use language that you know we might not even be that comfortable with and um, yeah as I say the thing I want to reiterate and really press is that I think it's super important not to condemn and prohibit mm-hmm. use of language and just say that word is not okay that word must you know never be it's said I think it's, it's wise, so important it? to yeah if you, explore if you, the whys engage with it unpack it have a conversation about yeah. what if, that means what the impact is like, if you fully understand what that word means and you still want to use it well that's that's your choice that's you want to you, keep doing yeah. it and you know what it means yeah. you want to use it that's it and that's but that's but a, that can know that, what it means I yeah think the, and if you know what it means you still want to use it you are accepting that people might have a problem with it yeah and if you have a reason and you can explain it to someone then go ahead but I'm just, I think you need, like, it's a, it's an important point to say, use whatever words you want, but make sure you you know what they mean. And don't do a Ricky Gervais and just say, oh, well, I, I didn't think it was offensive. What? Yeah. Well, yeah, but, and I, no, it's so not he offensive. Says it's, he says it's subjective. Oh, so, oh sorry, like, my bad. Oh, no. Like, he, I think he knows, oh, he's time. just saying, if you are, effect, if you are, like, offended, well, then don't watch it, which is, you know, makes perfect I sense. Guess, yeah. Um, if you're offended by anything we've said. Yeah, exactly. Yes. If you're offended because we've, Said retard, wrong, and them all the time. If you, re- if you really love <laughs> Tropic Thunder, <laughs> you're wrong. Just don't watch it. Just don't watch it. But yeah, thank you very but much. But check for out. There's yeah. something about Mary because it's really funny. I've never heard it described as a classy film before, Tom. <laughs> Such yeah, a kind I mean, of the rubbing scene, juice in her the hair. Scene when he gets um, <laughs> when he gets his ball traps. Yeah. Those are the two. <laughs> those are the two scenes <laughs> I remember from that film. That scene. I think that scene has class. That scene has class. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Um, you're welcome to I feel like we Thanks. need to draw it to a close because we're hitting an hour, an we're hour about 12 we're over, we're over, we're over. We're great discussion Sweet. yeah that was fun cheers banging thanks whoa now <laughs> how about all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so good stuff there is some good stuff i feel like we've really gotten into the into the podcast jazz yeah definitely. um the pod jazz. also no yeah the pod jazz <laughs> got into the pod jazz um yeah so we are we've got a website sort of a blog if you yeah. will um so challengingbehaviors.wordpress.com where if you haven't already found us on there you can leave a comment we'll have notes on the show what we talk about, we'll have links that we mentioned during the podcast. Yeah, we'll put up some of the scenes from those films. Yeah, check um, it out. It should be some good just stuff. Just to give you some kind of context yeah. in, the, in our ramblings. The link to the actual podcast will be embedded on it, so everything to do with the podcast it's should the be future, accessible guys. from that website. It is the future. Embedding? <laughs> oh my goodness. 
I don't um, even understand it. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to talk about next week, or whenever it is. I can't predict the future. Am I? What is this? Stop looking at me. Uh, all right. Yes. Yeah, so thanks very much for listening. Any questions, comments, criticisms? Yeah, uh, direct them all at you. Tom um, <laughs> at Rapid Rhino One Two Three at Twitter. Tell us what you think. Tell us questions. If you want us something you want us to discuss, or things you have problems with. Also, we if we are, if we I have got round to putting us on iTunes. Do the old uh, little rate, subscribe, and uh, what's the other one you have to do? You can give the stars. The stars, yeah. Go on. Yeah, it's come on. on now. Go on, just new and noteworthy. Yes, please. New and noteworthy. That's Tom's dream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> new and noteworthy. Also, if you if you if you feel like you understand the rapid and the one two three part of his name, drop him a line and explain where the rhino bit comes from. It's a it's a great story. Yeah, I'll tell you. But only if you like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like, like and one. subscribe. Goodness me, yeah. Um, Thank you very much for listening, though. Overall, yeah. Sure. We're having a lot of fun with this, but yeah. You can see we've got a bit loose in our intros and outros yeah. in this one. Because we're just buzzing from that <laughs> that last conversation. But it was really good fun, right? Yeah, we, we, all three of us, really, really enjoyed. I really hope you're that. all enjoying listening to us just be very self-indulgent about the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I feel like yeah. I was probably the best part. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, if you have anything to say or any any... Thing you disagree with or agree with or want to hear us discuss please hit us up like it would mean the world if we had some user-based yeah. content to and sort of, of course with. if you there's something you want to say you feel very strongly you want to say and you want to come on uh you know that's you a that's a thing something. yeah we'll, we'll work that's it out thing. i have one more microphone whoa not as a regular though don't get you know above your station <laughs> 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 right. yeah. bye then <laughs>